our pleasure to welcome you to your friendly drive-in theatre. For the information of those who are attending the drive-in for the first time, the following hints will make you feel at home and add to your enjoyment. Firstly, if you've not already done so, remove the speaker from the stand and place it in your car. Secondly, adjust the volume control to suit your requirements. Right for loud, left for soft. We must issue this warning. No attempt should be made to disconnect the speaker. To do so, we'll immediately register a red light in our control room. Our ultra-modern snack bar is now open and ready to serve you. How about fresh fillets of fish with chips and salad? Tender steak with eggs, chips and salad. A big cup of hot chips or fish and chips. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dead at the Starlight Drive-In. Well, tonight at the snack bar, our specials are... We got a burn-in barbecue sandwich, which means they prepared some beautiful burn-ins with their special barbecue sauce and uh, took them and ground them up once they got tent afterwards and make barbecue sandwich. And for Carl, we have the special Carl Kafer five cheese cheese pizza. And since Carl picked it out, what five cheeses would the, would be on tonight's pizza, Carl? Uh, mozzarella. Okay, mm. Colby. Uh, yeah. uh, cheddar. Uh, uh, Romano. And uh, Gorgonzola. Yeah, cheddar. Cheddar. I said cheddar. I know. I like cheddar. Ah. <laughs> I love cheddar. Well, yeah. Hey, it's my pizza, so I get to yeah. choose the cheese. Special tonight. And thank <laughs> you for showing up. And we're going to start with the trailers, but tonight's movie is, we'll get to more before we start it, is the movie we expected when we seen The Expendables. So go to Drive House, Grind House movie trailers from the 1960s, 70s, number two, and get it all set up right after the Woodstock trailer. And, and we're, uh, I'm ready to go. Okay, wait. I got. I got to get past. Uh, the end of the Woodstock trailer because they're showing uh, what's his name. As I said last week, the saddest thing about the Woodstock trailer is how much of it is deleted footage that people were kind of pissed off when they didn't see it in the movie. And now get the special preview has been approved for all audiences at one We're there. And, I'm like, go ahead. I'm a couple seconds get behind. Ready there. And when you get there, pa, get ready to play it in five, four, three, two, one. This is a Blue Bland trailer, which means you can play it for everybody. And this yep. is the movie that inspired WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, 
Because I I I was uh, well, you all know that. Wondering uh, the reason there isn't any sound on this right here is for the same reason it took so long for it to get on DVD. The soundtrack. Yeah, music rights hell. We talk about that all the time. And yes, back in our days, the little young ones. Uh, radio stations would do that. They would steal the soundboard feed and play it on their radio station. As a fuck you. Great cast in this. And I'll tell you who oh, I think God, really steals yeah. this is Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan, his mother, is great. Martin I don't Moon know. Too, why didn't they bring Mother on KR, WKRP? I don't know. I don't know. Even though that's a concert I know you wouldn't go to, uh, Linda Ronstadt and Jimmy Buffett. No, I would not be there. There's Dr. Howard Johnny Yeah, and that's Martin Mole. They tried to get him back for the TV series, but he was wrapped up in commitments to Fernwood tonight. Yep. Only problem is on one of its rare Cleveland TV Rue. showings. Yeah. And see, they're cutting it off again when We Will Rock You comes on. Yep. I forget what station is supposed to represent a real one. but It's one of the L.A. stations. That I do know. Yeah. Tonight, as long as the music's right. <laughs> God, I'd hate to see how much that version of the soundtrack uh, costs with the embossed cover and the booklet inside of it is. Yeah. Very cool. And what's this one? Oh, Angel Unchained with Don Stroud helping out the hippies. Okay, this is a biker movie I do not know. It's unique. Like I said, this is one of those that try to make the bikers into nice people, you know. Time yeah, already with the music. Isn't oh, come on. Time was good. How, uh, Many different exploitation films in the 70s. Time Daily was in. A ton. Before The Enforcer. And then Cagney and, and Lacey. And before Cagney and Lacey, yeah. Hitchhike to hell, this. See, these dirt bikers are trying to run these hippies off in their land. Oh, I'm ready. 
lovable bikers, not the mean motherfuckers that you usually see in films. Yeah, where's Bruce Stern when you need him? Seriously. Yeah, this has Sonny Barger, so it, so hey. Yeah, this one does not look like my regular biker film. It's not. Like I said, it's like uh, hippie bikers and hippies meet each other with a bunch of great car stunts at the last reel. And they're showing some of the best of them already. Lucas Q, Larry Blishett, Don Stroud. Aldo Ray! Fucking Aldo yeah. Ray! You gotta give it up, even the worst biker films. Oh, speaking of, this is one we need to do. This one oh, is the future people. Movie. Oh, God, yeah. Love this, this film. Of all of the. Lovecraftian movies that AIP did. This one, which they really didn't understand, was the best of them. And all I'm going to tell you something about this. The person who steals this movie is fucking Don Rickles. Well, he's the one that uh, sets the movie flying towards its ending. I mean, yeah, the movie starts out like this with the usual ones, making fun of movies like The Immoral Mr. T's. Oh, it's just my eyes. Right, Carl? Right. So he turned into into a nudist film. Yeah, and then it gets dark. It keeps getting darker and darker. Why would he cheat so blatantly? If I could do that, I wouldn't cheat so blatantly. As a matter of fact, I would lose a little bit so they wouldn't think that oh, I was yeah, absolutely. John Hoy, and, Don and Rickles. Spectorama, which is what they use for all the special effects here, actually is really effective. Yeah, and they use it in the 4D Man, too. Yeah. I don't even know if that's real, but yes, this was one of the best. That's one you need to see, and we will be doing in the future. That's why we're so vague about it. Unlike this one, which is, that's me using the bathroom again. Oh, the most violent of the original Godzilla series, and the only one we didn't get uncut because AIP dumped this onto television. Their one hope is to rule our planet as they once had thousands of years Godzilla versus uh, Megalon. Remember, this was the last one. Right, yep. Carl? Yeah, this I think it was. This is the one where MTV, uh, NBC premiered it with a drunken uh, John Belushi going outside NBC studios 
going down the street going, I'm Godzilla! Right! Hear me! In case you're wondering, that is, yes, Jet Jaguar, but what other series was he in? Well, that's not that's not Imperman because that Imperman's Korean, right? Ultraman. Ultraman. Okay. Well, Imperman and Ultraman are similar. Okay, give me a break. No, they they use the same costume over and over again. Well, I know they did. And if you watch this uncut, it's bloody as hell. I mean, look, one of the bad guys has got a goddamn buzzsaw in their chest. You can't get less violent than someone with a butt with a buzz with a buzzsaw in their chest. I mean, in the uncut version, Godzilla gets cut the fuck up, don't he, Carl? Yes, he does. He still wins, though. Another biker film, Hell's Angel 69. Jeremy Slate. Connie Van Dyke, who doesn't know how to ride a bike. Sonny Barger, Terry DeTramp, and the original Oakland Hell's Angels. This is pretty soon after Sonny became the leader of the Hells Angels and uh, the legend started, you know. Right. And you can tell Sonny when you see him on a trailer because he's the guy, oh, yeah. Do you remember who did the stunts in this movie? I think we might have had had one of them on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God, now I can't think of his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Gary Kent and John Bud Cardos. Yep, Gary Kent. Now, I know I've seen this one before. It's been ages, yeah, it's, but I've it's seen it. It's Hell's Angels 69, man. This is one of the few that played everywhere because everyone wanted to watch about the about the Hell's Angels. But what's weird about this is it starts out as a Hell's Angel biker film, and then it turns into a heist film. See that mean guy? Oh, I love him. That's G.T. Spradlin. G.T. Spradlin. Yeah. The guy that, oh, I love him. He was in North Dallas 40. This is one of the, oh, shit. This is one of the best of the biker films. Yeah. United Artists. This movie is so fucking violent that there's, Five shootings, a brawl, and a bank robbery within the first minute of this movie. Good God. See, this is all from the first minute of the movie, Carl. (laughs) And the 
Have you ever seen this, Carl? No, I don't think I have. Oh, this looks so fucking mean. I mean, this is mean, mean, mean. I I might have seen it, I, it but if I have, I don't remember it. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, whose war? My war. Bazooka fights by the end of the movie. <laughs> Good God. And this is brother versus brother. They send in Chris Christopherson to clean up all that mess you see in the first minute, seconds of the trailer. And he becomes, like, even worse than the bad guys. Oh, God. See, you know why you haven't been killed, haven't you? Yeah, because we're brothers. This is there's a reason coming up why I'm shocked you haven't seen this. Okay. And right here, there we go. Yeah, I I know, I have not seen this. Oh. I love it. I hate cops. She goes and he goes, So do I. <laughs> I, I'm sure that Bernadette Peters doesn't exactly want to remember this. <laughs> no, she's it. actually good at this and got great reviews. Well, in I'm, it. Saying, I'm saying this is so far away from what she's, what we're used to seeing from her. Yeah, Gene right? Corman. Yeah. Oh well, Gene King. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it, but like I said, I warn you, it's mean. Oh, and Carl. This is the first movie of a director and the first big role of a certain actor who we might like or might. Well, this is Pitch Stop, right? Yeah. And that, of course, is William Griffey. Uh, No. Jacques. It's not not Griffey. Who is it? Jack Hill. Oh, Jack Hill. Okay. And look at him right there. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he's supposed to be a hero, that bland white guy. And then you got Sid fucking Haig. I'm sorry. I know who I would cast as the star of my movie if I made this back then. I mean, look at it right there. That's the guy you want to see as the star of your redneck racing movie, god damn it. Fucking loosely. <laughs> see, Beverly Washburn. Oh, nice. Beverly Washburn. Very cool. Sad. Fucking sad. Yeah. We worship at the altar of Sid Haig, everyone. We're just like, you know. that's because he's that fucking good. Absolutely. Fucking lovely. 
Oh, man, Pit Stop is just so goddamn good. And it's because of Sid Hayes. <laughs> well, you know what? Give Jack Hill a little bit of credit oh, on this God, one, too. Yeah. That, He's the one who cast Sid. Yeah, but the direction, too. Wait till you see who stars in this. This will freak you out. Robert First Melanie Griffith in her first role. And Desi Arnaz Jr. Joyride with soundtrack by Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, God, I'm not watching that. I fucking hate the Electric Light Orchestra. Well, just try to imagine Desi Arnaz Jr. as a badass. It ain't going Yeah, that's work. not happening. Yeah, <laughs> 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 This is another one with soundtrack issues, but. I tried to watch it. It's not that good. It doesn't have the bizarre homoerotic angle of uh, that one that Crown International did that took it over the edge. You know. Yeah. Yeah, this one doesn't, this one is not for me. I can tell you that right now. And there's Barbara Steele. Well, Barbara Steele. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Oh, and Lockhart and Melly Griffith. And Lockhart. Oh, and did you recognize who did the voice? And with that, no. we're done with part two. We'll find something else for next week. Short but sweet. Sad. Out of these, the one that I would recommend you seeing the most if you haven't seen is uh, the one and only Vigilante Force. Carl that does look good. Probably the Magic Christian. Well, well, I tell you one, one that uh, FM too. FM is really good. Yeah. I just wish that they would re- let the Magic Christian go because it's not on DVD and it never came out on Blu-ray. Well, you know what? That's not true because I do have a DVD of it, but but somehow I don't know how I got a DVD, but I did. It, it, it does exist, but I, it, it's long out of print. Yeah. And I do mean long. Yeah. And get set up. Okay. This I, is uh, being uh, ready to hit play. Yeah. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, should I go? No. Okay. Wait, so should I go into the movie wait. first? Uh, I just got it at play right here at the bumper. Yeah, that's what I got too. Okay. Uh, this is a, shout, a Shutter exclusive, but 
when the Expendables came out with uh, Stallone and all them, they were bragging, oh, this is going to be the film you wanted to see. Any of us could die at any time, and it's going to be excruciatingly brutal and violent. And to say the first Expendables was good, but very disappointing, was an understatement. And number two and three aren't nearly as good as number one. No, two's the best one because it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme as the bad guy. uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah, this one is a cross between uh, The Wild Bunch, uh, Assault on Precinct 13, and and just basically every 80, it's got a lot of the 80s guys in it in 70s. And if you mm-hmm. haven't seen this before, you're going to have fun like Carl. And if you have seen it before, I know why you're watching it with me so we can, so you can hear me just gush over it. And if you remember, Carl, in 2020, what did I vote as my best movie? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, B F fucking W. <laughs> yep. So and I gotta ready. say that it's a cast. It's oh, a cast yeah. with Stephen Lang, William Sadler, who I fucking love Sadler, uh, Fred Williams, Martin Crow, God, Fred the Hammer, and, and then and then David Patrick Kelly, who I just David fucking Patrick love. Kelly and uh, Norm George Wint. Oh, God. Nice. I'm into this, so shall we start? Okay. Uh, here we go in five, four, three, two, one. You're going to get this score as soon as it gets there. It's going to have that beautiful. Okay. See, you didn't say go. I haven't started yet. Oh, get. Okay, go. Uh, tell me when you get Pat at six seconds. Okay. Hold on. I'll tell you. Okay, it's still buffering, still buffering. Okay, here we go. And I am now at six. Okay. Yeah, this is the one RLJE films. This is another one of those that you're going to see like four or five companies. Fangoria presents. Yep. When this movie showed at the festivals, it was like dove on, you know. But sadly, because it was 2020, it didn't get the wide release it deserved. Because of COVID, right? Yeah. And you, and how, Carpenter, does that score already sound, Carl? Oh, hell yeah. You know, this, this this is a throwback. I mean, I know the basic story of this, and it's basically... opioid Christ worsens. Addicts turn to a new drug. Hyal Cyprinine. Street name, hype. Cities become war zones. Neighborhoods crumble. Law enforcement retreats. With dealers struggling to meet my man, hypers resort to any means necessary to get their fix. 
But let's face it, this is definitely a nod to Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, God, yeah. There. I said that, yeah. And that soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And there is the bad guy himself. Oh, we're at the outskirts of the city. And it's Friday at 12.20 p.m. Cool as hell. I met him at the KHS. That dude, uh, the brother. Okay. You know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and we're okay. only, yeah, see, this movie don't fucking play around. I mean, these guys, it's, uh, uh well, you're going to see that those guys are just some old Vietnam vets who run into this accidentally, get involved in this uh, Italian post. You know, action movie with these uh, mutant punks. And there's the fire axe, which is going to have a lot of play in this movie. Okay, where are you right now? What's your time? I got Uh, 320. Same time. Okay. 21. Okay. Second, you know. But yeah, they're standing out on the porch. He's standing out on the balcony. He took over a movie theater. Oh, is that okay? See, I can hardly see anything. Yeah, see, you gotta watch dark because he likes this dark. And this right here is what starts the whole mess. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay. And there he is. Friday, 3.55 p.m. We're going back in time. <laughs> Stephen Lang. William Sadler. Martin, Martin Cove. Grove. Cove. David Patrick Kelly. So I take it this is not the best part of L.A. <laughs> oh, no, no. Remember they explained that the first with that blurb where, you know, the drugs are yeah. taking over, the cops are giving up. The sort of dream, the sort of nasty slum that was in every, like, vigilante-type movie in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Death Wish 2, or Death Wish 3, excuse me. Oh, yeah, Vigilante, Vigilante. Vice Squad. 
And there's the man. Nice. Do you remember uh, with George Witt, what Fred the Hammer Williamson's three rules of the movies before he the period RMR? And this is important for things that happen later, which I'll point out. Which are, one, he gets the girl. Two, he doesn't do any drugs. And three, well, we'll get into three when Sutton ha- well, later in the movie. But you've heard him talk about that before, haven't you, Carl? Oh, Absolutely. But it's still running. Amen. Yep. Running, dude. How do you like it that they're getting to play old? Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys don't look like the badasses that they tried to make the old guys look like in the Expendables. Oh, and in case you're wondering... Uh, Joe Bagos had a second film come out that year, and it's called Bliss. And if you look up on the movie marquee when you can see it, that it's advertised as being there. Okay, cool. And look over there. Projects, it looks like. No, that army truck. Oh, the army truck, okay. Yeah. In case you're wondering, here comes the entrance of the third, uh, one of the third badass in the movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they... <laughs> I like that. I had a dream. You hit every goddamn pothole in town. He's like, no. That wasn't a dream. <laughs> Budweiser. Budweiser. Case Case Knives, man. Nice. Yeah. My my brother worked for Case. Stephen Lang is really the underrated guy of all of the guys in the movie. Everyone knew he was a badass, but really... I never heard much of him before Avatar. Did you? No, I mean he's been around for a while though. I'm yeah. gonna look at the. I'm gonna look up on on IMDb. Give me a second. Okay. Don't worry, we're at the part of the movie where they're like uh, showing the whole area, you know, right. let you know the playground. Before the shit hits the fan. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't miss this dialogue, man. <laughs> I listened to it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, he used to like that story. Yeah, and he used to get a hard on without the blue pill E2. <laughs> Don't breathe in that jarhead. Yeah. Oh, he's great and don't breathe. How do you like that? I used to not get hard without the blue pills either. Still fucking here. Eh? Yeah. Fire down below. He's in fire yeah. down below, too. Tombstone? Oh, God, yeah. He's the one who calls uh, Wyatt a pimp. Yes. But, yeah, how do you like how slow... See, Bliss, there's uh, his other movie. <laughs> okay, he was Freddie Lowndes uh, in uh, Manhunter, too. Oh, shit. My bad. Yeah. He's in a lot of shit we loved. But, yeah, okay, here's where the plot really kicks in. She finds Lizard here, finds her sister, where she killed herself by jumping off the edge for that drug, you know. Right. Don't he just look evil with those spikes and everything? Oh, absolutely. There's Martin Crow, and there's George Winton over there. George Went, man. Yeah. Long way from the house, that's for sure. Yeah, he's on like the world were the worst episode of Cheers ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, there he is, David Patrick Kelly. Absolutely. I love him. Warriors come out to play. <laughs> California green. California green. God, look! At, I love him. By the way, yeah. the one thing you don't know about David Patrick Kelly—he's a really good singer. Yeah. And guess who taught him or who he worked with? <laughs> he actually did duets with Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. But yeah, how do you like that we're getting to know and just hang out with these guys? Before, Absolutely. You know, that's something you rarely see 
you see a lot in action films. You got to know the people before the shit hit the fan. Is here. Well, it's one thing I have never hung out at the BFW. Well, we ate a veteran of foreign wars. Exactly. The only time I ever did anything like that was was uh, my brother was uh, a mason, and we go to the Oroch Grotto once in a while for their open houses and their their uh, yeah. oyster fest and their clam fest and all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, like I said, the plot re- accidentally got fought. These guys are just having a nice mellow day, and then the movie interferes with it. Mm-hmm. One thing is, this is dark. I'm not really catching a lot of this. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's supposed to be dark. I know, but I'd like to see it. Well, turn the fucking lights out. Uh, I can't do that because the lights are out. Well, I got the lights out, and I'm seeing this pretty goddamn good. No. You're not in my apartment, okay? Two 100s or something. Yeah, see, that place has still got a cigarette machine. I bet you missed those. Oh, you bet your ass I missed those. 19. Okay, here we go. These are guys you would trust to give big ass expositions. Sadler. Sadler's so good. Ooh, black guy. Young New black dad. guy. Yeah, he just came I don't back know who from Iraq. Zombie used to end the Devil's Rejects. Oh, okay. 
If that shit's worth so much, why did this dumb son of a bitch didn't yeah, didn't close it up? Seriously. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah. And who's standing outside burning one? Yep. <laughs> this darkness is perfect. <laughs> Peace, Carl. Well, as I said, when I looked at the the cast of this, I'm thinking that David Pactor Kelly doesn't survive, which is a shame, because I love him. I truly love him. It's nice seeing Colby the good role, too. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact they get to look and act their age. Oh, yeah. Rather, That's very cool. Yeah. That's a good thing. See, those two seem like something out of an Italian post-nuke film, don't they? Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that for a thing. I got a wife. Got the extra toothpicks. <laughs> Cyborgs too. What the hell? And there comes the movie.
Oh, shit, did you, I love that. Did you see the look on Big Man's face when he caught the axe? Well. Oh, that poor cigarette machine. Yeah, but how'd you like to look on Big Man's face when he caught that fucking axe? He just stunk. Ha <laughs> ha I'm dead. <laughs> Wonderful. That's the problem. After the first 20 minutes, you just don't want any of these guys to die. No. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking punk fuck. (laughs) 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 What a (laughs) couple. This is just so much. Just good fun. This is why we went to... Don't you agree that this would play great at a drive-in? Like I said. Yeah, this one. Oh, I think this one would have been a crossover. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Chopping that guy's arm off. Give me your fucking box. Fucking axe. <laughs> well, leave and eat. Hell yeah. Well, there's George. George is gone.
Yeah. I mean, how do you know that Kobe is just freaking the fuck out? Yeah. And the rest of them are just stone cold. Secure the doors, yeah. <laughs> and not, and are you surprised that uh, Lou, aka Cole's character, is acting like uh, chicken shit who's freaking out? Yep. I mean, really, they sort of told it. He's like a sleazy car salesman. Yeah. No, not the pool table. Yeah, this is definitely a, a nod to, to Precinct 13. Yeah, and Night of the Living Dead. Well, even Carpenter said that Night of the Living Dead had a lot to do with assault. Yeah. You know, no question of that. This is just a great the- old school throwback. Yep, agreed. I do love the fact that they're in their own little movie and then all of a sudden. (laughs) I will say this about this movie. Uh, It's got really good dialogue. I'm still having difficulties with with how dark it is, but but nonetheless, really good dialogue. I'll give him credit for that. Absolutely. I'm pretty feeling pretty fucking alive right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I mean, it's one of those, they had to pick the one guy who if they started shit with him, he'd probably say thank you. Yep. But like I said, I love how they're playing their age. Not they don't become all of a sudden these young, real, you know. No, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah, it's a really good thing. You know, I've seen so many. Like, this is really what we wanted to see when we seen The Expendables. You know, anyone can die anytime. Old, them being old. But we didn't get that. No, we didn't. Well, they were all too famous to die, right? You know, and I'm talking yeah. about real life. You know, here you've got B actors or people that, that you haven't seen a long time. And so all of that is is off the table. These people are all expendable, and that, that's the point. Character actors. Absolutely. So and they I think that point. was a, 
Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, Sadler. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ha! Yeah, everybody gets their chance to kick ass, you know. Except for David Patrick Kelly. God damn it. Now he's still alive at least. <laughs> well, then, uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes one of us. Oh, we ain't coming. <laughs> he don't give a fuck that uh tried to try kill him. Right. He fucked he tra- he my fucked truck. Him. Yeah, and I love my truck. <sighs> and this really doesn't look like the no but low budget film that it is, does it? Actually, I think it does. Again, it's the lighting. Well, yeah, on purpose. Well, I don't know about that for sure. I do. I mean, I get that they want ambiance and that, but but I'm not I'm not seeing all of this, and and oh, that's and the, the grain. problem. Yeah, in the grain. Ha 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 ha! How do you like that? Good stuff. Punched him right in the nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's his brother. So right, okay. Hey, look at all those pictures from Vietnam are over there. Yeah. Now, and he's the character that's going to redeem himself. You know that. He's he's set up as that character. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, now they know what they got. <laughs> They're good at killing too. Yep. Yeah. Your great I mean, it's just, I love all of these great character actors getting their chance to take the lead a movie. Yeah. And this young guy, too. I like him, too. Oh, yeah, he's good. All, everyone is good in this movie. Yeah, dumb shit. Hell yeah. Usually mm-hmm. they save this scene in the action films for the final act, you know. Yeah. Uh <laughs> How do you like that? Nice. Get my finger, finger. <laughs> and hell for grenades. Huh. Nice. How do you like what the? Did you hear what the? How do you like the hockey stick's name? I haven't heard it yet. You said I've be good to be Gordy. Oh, Gordy. Oh, nice. Gordy How, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this again where I can listen to it. Yeah, and this little piggy went home. Oh, I got the subtitles on. (laughs) Oh, okay, hold on. Rewind. Oh, there it is. Now I got it. 
Yeah. I remember that used to be a way to show you're a badass back in the day is being able to course, do that. that that's the, a Zippo lighter. Zippo lighter. Yeah, my, the, my brother also yeah, worked for Zippo. To do that with the Zippo, that thing where you flick the lid open and start it at the same time. Well, okay. Just so you know, I grew up in Bradford, Pennsylvania. That's a home of Zippo lighters. Yeah. Could you do that little stunt there? Do the no. flipping. No, I could never do it. Could never do it. Yeah. I remember. Oh God. Yeah, that's what my dad said too. The mud. Mhm. He said the most important thing to have on a bush tour was about five or six pair of dry socks with you. Now, my brother never talked about being in Vietnam. He he said very few things about it. He doesn't yeah. never wanted There's to talk. There's a lot about it. of people that didn't talk. You know. Which I think is, is is unfortunate because maybe they needed to talk. You know? I'm just a shitload of sand. Yeah. <laughs> you all. First wave. There we go. <laughs> oh, hey, you like Hammer's little fist toy there. Nice. <laughs> Where did Gordy Howe play for? Uh, Gordy Howe was um, uh, the Rangers, I think. Yeah. As long as they come out of the skates. This was one of the for one of the big damn moments right here when he, how he opens the door. Okay. Didn't you see what he grabbed that motherfucker? Did you ever open the motherfucker's head with another motherfucker's head? I mean, just grabbed him by the hair and just slammed him against the door until it opens. This shit goes sideways. I'll kill him. Jesus. See? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, 
I just love the use of music with all this. When the ba- when ass kicking going, the music starts kicking ass too. You know. Couldn't you see Carpenter uh, <laughs> doing a score like this back in yeah. the eighties? Just this is everything we pretty much loved about B action movies in the eighties. <laughs> Ow. Oh, yeah, definitely, Al. Well, yeah, people forget that outside of Halloween, uh, Carpenter was a B-movie director who made B-movies for B-movie budgets. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, escape from new york uh be uh big trouble, little China. Uh, Absolutely. The Fog were all B movies. Al? Yeah, definitely Al. I can see why this movie went out unrated, can't you? (laughs) Oh, Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Bloody shit. <laughs> Walking off, fuck you. <laughs> nice. See, even Mouse gets, (laughs) even uh, Lizard gets to kick ass. This is an all-inclusive ass whipping. Oh, God damn. Ah. Ouch. I think he just liquefied that motherfucker's head. Yeah. Prehistoric creatures, yeah. I mean, we would eat this shit up like candy. Uh, let's see, uh, Lustig Vigilante. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Vice Squad. Uh, Miss Forty Five. We didn't need to watch horror films. We went to fucking action movies. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
it's sad this movie could well, I couldn't see this get a wider release because A, the studio say, There's no bankable stars you know. Mm-hmm. And two, this movie's just too violent. Oh, this movie is very violent. I didn't expect it to thing. be this violent, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's a good thing, don't you? I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying I didn't expect it to be this violent. It, it almost crosses the line like Hobo with a shotgun. Almost. Yeah, except that this is a nice, small, serious film. Unlike to Hobo, which is just silly and stupid. And it is silly and stupid. Though there is that one scene with him in the hospital and the kid. Yeah, that is. The problem with scenes like that is it shows you how good the whole movie could have been. Your favorite Patrick Kelly doesn't have much to do. God damn it. Well, he killed him. Well, he shot that big guy in the back there. Yeah. And he's doing what he's best at. Drinking. Speeches. Remember his yeah, biggest yeah, that's, scene that's true. Uh, from the Warriors come out and play was improvised. By David Patrick Kelly. That was all improvised. Yeah. As I said, he wasn't going to make it through the movie. I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> I love it. I like the cha- I like the chance to become your age, old man. I mean, studio films, do you think they would allow them if they made this in a studio nowadays to be this old? No, no, I don't think so. I think that's one of the best things about it, to be honest. To really see these guys, these guys are digging into these characters. You know, the funny thing is, you think of this as an action film, and I'm not saying it's not. But if you're an actor and you're reading a script and it's just pure action, that's one thing. But if you're seeing these this relationships and that, and you're absolutely right, you get to know these people. That's the best thing about this film, by far. Yeah, and getting actors who could kick ass rather than ass kickers who's trying to act. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he's right. 
I mean, you can really tell that he's lost it without him doing the usual crazy man bullshit. Yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. See? Yeah. I bet you can't wait for her to get her shit fucked up. Oh, yeah. And that's what I love. You always got to have the one bad guy you're just waiting to see get their ass. Cyborg Sue. And in case you're wondering, against there, there's a poster for Brain Scan, that uh, 90s bizarre film with uh, what's oh, yeah. Edward Furlong. Yeah. Bliss. Yeah. You know, drugs. One hours. Unsolution. How much is he being halfway? Boy, yeah. Negotiate with me. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. This guy don't know when the knots, you know. I mean, can't you tell by looking the guy's face he does not give a fuck what you're saying, brother? Yeah, really. Yeah, this guy's dead meat, unfortunately. Well, well, he's lost it, but yeah. Cup. He just dug his own goddamn grave. You know, but let him have his weak moment. 
Oh, there you go. You're right. There's his redemption, even if he gets killed. Oh, it's a strong knife. That's exactly the role that you knew he was going to play, though. You know, this, yeah. this isn't surprising at all. And sometimes you don't want that, you know. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point there. Some, you know, that's why this would be perfect for for driving. Yeah. Besides, all of the good surprises have already been done by now in this genre. Like, uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Uh, the lead hero in Vigilante becoming a fucking psychopath by the end of the fucking movie. Forster. Forster. Robert Forster. Yeah, Forster becoming a psychopath by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't seen any of these movies before, of course you're going to be shocked who dies and, you know. But then instead of movie characters getting killed, you're having real people, if you know that. Don't you agree that that's how they portray them as real people? Oh, absolutely. That's why you had the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Ah, David Patrick Kelly. I knew you weren't going to make it. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, that still doesn't mean you're not pissed. Yeah. By the way, he was yeah. in the first John Wick movie, remember? Yeah. I want to see he more of him. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, do you want to start up on the contract again? No, this is just a one timey deal. Okay. <laughs> Just the way he's so cold and calm about his business, you know? Yeah. I mean, how many other action films nowadays will let the main guy lose his shit like this? Yeah. I mean, there's no way around that he's lost his shit. And Sandler and the rest, are lost without him. Right. Good girl. Absolutely. Yeah. I like her, too. She's got spunk. Yeah. Maybe not as good as Nancy Allen in, in um, Assault on Precinct 13, but still, she got spunk. Nice. Of course, he's going to look at the old pictures. Of course. Again, you know, this this is not surprising at all. I mean, this is this yeah. is trope after trope, but it's a good trope after trope. It's trope done right. This is how you do them yeah. right. Well, the 
the way this movie subverts the trope is they put real people into this rather than uh, icons. Uh, you know, just characters. Right. A lady. Oh, shit. He's putting his beanie back on. You notice that she has the same beanie as him? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Sorry, don't feed the bulldog, lady. <laughs> Interesting to see Roundtree play a subordinate role. Generally, Roundtree yeah, would be that, the one. Yeah, usually the hammer is the one in control. That breaks another one of his rules of being in a movie. Yeah. He's not in control here. Yeah. Not exactly. <laughs> nice. And do. <laughs> Boy, come sharp. Come sharp. Ha 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 ha! Hey, like that blocked his. He's back. Oh, yeah. You know how to walk? Oh, you know how to lead. Oh, yeah. Now we can tell it's the final battle because he took down that cane knife that he loved so much. Yeah, the machete, yeah. A victory is not a victory. Unless everybody dies. You know, if everybody dies. Here's something you've never seen before in the movie, Carl. <laughs> nice. Just think of how many movies have you ever seen where Fred the Hammer Williamson does drugs? Absolutely. You don't. Yeah. He's breaking his rules for this movie, and thank you, God, for that.
<laughs> you chuckled. Good. Come on, motherfuckers. Rumblings about. <laughs> Come on, ladies. <laughs> I got some for you. Ooh, now we're into slow motion. Nice. Oh, that's Carpenter. That's fucking Carpenter all over the place. Yeah. And look what Big Man had, the bald guy has. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah! <laughs> oh, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> You know, this also reminds me a little bit of Rolling Thunder. Yeah. Just in the and, attitude of Oval. Yeah, and the Wild Bunch, you know. Yeah. And where we get the Wild Bunch is the old man going off for one final battle, you know. Right. Blowing your brother's fucking head off. A quick death. Like very slowly. I love he's just coming alive right now, you know. Oh man, I love it. Oh, just... Ow, ow, ow. Oh, belt sander. <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> Only thing that's sad is this is on Shudder because a lot of hardcore action fans like us would not go look for a badass 80s action throwback. 
Okay, you knew this was going to happen. Yeah, but do you agree with me, Carl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, flag. Hell yeah. Concrete cutter, motherfucker. You know what's going to happen to her. You already know. Yeah, I've seen this about three or four times, at least. At least. Okay, well, I haven't. So I know what's going to happen to her. At least I think so. Oh, let's see if you're right once. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. No, uh, it ain't done yet. There's the flag. He's got his hand still. Oh. Planet is flag, boys. <laughs> well, again, they set it up. You know that's what's going to happen. Maybe not through yeah. the mouth, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean through the mouth. If a car's got a big-ass gun on it, you expect, you know. Right. <laughs> good line, good line. This movie is just filled with good lines and the guys who can deliver it. You can have the best lines in the world, but if the motherfuckers can't deliver it, then you can have the best script in the world and your movie will still be shit. Ouch. In Godfather uh, 2, how many times since then have you seen guys try to copy Cazell's performance as Fredo but just fall flat on their ass, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, Cazell, in five movies, and they all won fucking Best Picture Awards. Well, we're not. Or at least but, you no, know, yeah, something like that, you know. 
<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Good. I like the camera work here. Yeah. See, they even Bagos knows even how to use shaky cam right. I am really looking forward to whatever Bagos comes out with next. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Sadler. Yes, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, she got the Zippo thing and it paid off. Nice. Well, Sadler didn't make it. Well, you could te- you could almost tell who was going to survive and who wasn't, and, and what order they're going to die in. I mean, you know that. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that if they do it right. And here they did yeah. it right, but maybe the exception of the lighting, which I still have a problem with. Okay, so did Williamson survive? That's the next question. Well, you remember his rule. Fred never dies in the movie. (laughs) Dead. He violated all three of his rules. Yep. And if you don't prefer in the 70s, that's a shocking thing. (laughs) Oh, look. 
Okay, that was fun. Oh, God, yeah. That's why I love, you know. I'm glad that it's starting to get its due as a badass action movie, you know. Yeah. Because even when it came out, people were like, yeah, I don't know, right? Didn't you think about that? It it in that way in 2020. Yep. Yeah. George Wendt was the only one who didn't get to kick any ass in this movie. No, that's the only one. Even David, even David Patrick Kelly shot some motherfuckers. Yep. It was fun. I'm going to have to watch it again. No yeah. question. Oh, That's yeah. worth watching. Of course. This is something that we would watch again and again. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of fun. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's like something that, like, my best film of last year was, uh, there's only a few guys that really get it. Like, uh, the guys behind John Wick, they make good action movies. Hell, didn't they, uh, wasn't they involved with Gunpowder Milkshake? Yeah, yeah, that was season two, actually. That was yeah, Gunpowder Milkshake, uh, Nobody, uh, The Harder They Fall. There's only mm-hmm. a few, few guys that can really get good, a- give you good action. Right. Very true. And, and and to see all those guys, you know, and and and, and see them playing their own age, and, and that's really see good. them actually getting to show out, which is something we rarely got to do. Like uh, we first got everyone pretty much pretty much got to know William Sadler in. Bill and Ted's bogus journey, and they were the best thing about, and he was the best thing about that goddamn movie. Oh, he was really good in that. No question. No question. I I like Sadler. He was in one of my favorite uh, TV shows that didn't make it, called Wonderfalls. I loved him in that. Yeah, good actor. And. Uh, the Shawshank Redemption, he was great in. Uh, yep. The Green Mile. Good stuff. Oh, and this was actually fall, fell at, shot at a real BFW hall. Nice. They'll say to that, they've already showed it, but you missed it. But, yeah, wait right here. It says, yeah, BFW. And after this, I'm still on it, so I'm going to see. Oh, no, you, wait. Okay, wait. Here we go. To all of the brave men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces and to those that call BFW Post 2094 in Irving, Texas home. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. Nice. Well done, sir. That's why the VFW well looked authentic, because they filmed at a real B. 
BFW. <laughs> well, I, as I said, I've never been in BFW, but my mo- my brother was a uh, uh, mason, and and the Oroch Grotto was set up somewhat the same way, with a bar and and so on and so forth. So, yeah. Now they had and, a little more room and had tables for that, that but still. Yes. The lighting in this movie would not be a fucking problem at a real drive-in. No, that's true, because because it's dark. In my apartment, it's not. I have yeah. four windows, so, you know, it's what it is. Well, I got one, two, three, four, five, six. But I got black curtains up so I could uh, sleep I during like the day. Yeah. I have light curtains up, so that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah. But that was a lot this, of fun, Stephen. Thank yeah, you very that, much. Oh, don't worry. This is good. I've been trying to get you to watch this for 2000, about four years now. Well, no, it came out in 2020, only two. Give me a break. And of course, I, it wasn't valuable. I, you had to give me uh, access to Shutter. Yeah, I like had to I get said, the biggest problem I have with this is that it is a Shutter exclusive, and it's not running on any other streaming channel. So those of us who are cat, those, it's really missing out on the casual action film fan or the '80s action film fan. Two of its main targets. Yep. That don't like horror. So, and plus, you see a movie called BFW, and you see on this shutter, you're like, "Oh, this is going to be a horror film." No, it's not. Well, it's violent as hell. Oh well, that's for sure. That's for I would sure. say it's as violent as Vigilante was. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree with that. And that one I also definitely... had Fred the Hammer Williamson. Yep. The only ones that I would have put in there if they were still alive is, uh, what's his name from Grindhouse who played the sheriff? Oh, and, Michael uh, Parks. Michael, Michael Parks. Parks I would put in there. Our boy from Vigilante. Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. And, of course, our guy from Canada. (laughs) Okay, which one? You know, the one who you was, like, going, they can't kill him, 20 minutes in the come to daddy. Oh, 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 him. Of course. Yeah. Peter McCaddy. I could see McCaddy doing the main role easy. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. They McCaddy got great is great actors. Awesome. Stephen Lang is one hell of a action, one hell of a badass. Mm-hmm. But they did fuck up when they took that scary, creepy, blind guy from Don't Breathe and made him into sort of a heroic character in Don't Breathe Part 2. It didn't work because 
You can't take the psycho and make him a hero. Yeah, you can. Not if you know. I mean, maybe not in the same movie, not in the same thing. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, he was a hero here. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is you can't take the psycho character and make him into a hero. It don't work. Just like don't breathe too, don't work. Right. Like, why does uh, the Purge 2 work and the first one doesn't? Because it had badass action stars in it, and it changed from a horror film into the badass B-movie action film series that it is and we love. Yes. Yep, agreed. And next time, Carl gets to pick the movie. Ooh! I have to think about it, okay? Three but it's got to be driving. Yeah. It's got to be driving. Well, you did yeah, we could the do first that. one, which was the first of the drive-in movies that should have played in the drive-in, which was Drive Angry. Right. Three in the attic? <laughs> no. No, I'll I'll come up with something. I'll let you know. That's yeah. not a problem. And Three in the Attic is one of those movies that gives good poster, but as soon as you watch the movie, you're like, they should have made this a porno film. <laughs> I could see uh, what's-his-name from Corruption and uh, in it. The main guy, John, not John Leslie. Uh, I know who you mean. Yeah, because couldn't you see him change to the bed being screwed to death by women he screwed over through the whole film? Yeah. But, yeah, thank you tonight for listening and... And we want to give a Starlight Drive-In recommendation for, well, thank God that uh, George Romero did come out with, we're finally getting his new stuff, his stuff that wasn't seen, but, you know, people talk about it, and Carl agrees now, uh, the amusement park, there isn't no amusement in it. That no, movie's got fight. Absolutely, it does. Yep. It's yeah, one of those movies where you're like, uh, what were they thinking? I mean, Romero created the perfect movie for the situation he was hired for. But the people that there didn't, they got what they wanted, and that was the problem. (laughs) Exactly. I want a movie that tells the truth about the old and young situation. Romero, no problem. Oh, good. Let's see what we. (gasps) What the? (laughs) 
exactly. Only an hour, but God damn. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty brutal. It's pretty yeah, brutal. We, and um, we're at the wrong age to see it. Fifth is the wrong age to really watch that for the first time. Well, try being sixty-four, motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously, I said fifty up. Oh, yeah, 50. You still got some time yet. I said up, up. Because <laughs> that last line in the movie, I'll see you soon. Absolutely. And, yeah, I definitely uh, want to check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. It has the Starlight Drive-In seal of approval. But like I said... Watch out! It has it bite. Yeah, it, yeah, it has it teeth, has people. Teeth, claws, a knife, poison needle. <laughs> yeah. I bet Seriously. even Carl wasn't expecting something. We're expecting it to be as dark as it was. I actually, to be honest, from everything I had heard, yes. I expected it to be very, very dark. Okay, and then it goes beyond that, especially the Jesus. I loved him in uh, Martin, but he is so fucking good in that movie. Yeah, he is. There's a scene at the end of the movie involving him and the little girl. If that scene don't destroy you, then you got no heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good night, and I knew you would like this. And if you got Shudder, really just why, uh, coming out this weekend, which is something that you need, to, we've been waiting for, Carl, it's the spine of night. Oh, okay. That's good. That's the rotoscope yeah. one. Right. The one and, and, and uh, uh, like okay. uh, fire and ice. Right. Yeah, I definitely would want to watch that. Uh, also, yeah. there's a movie coming out relatively soon. Everything, everywhere, and all at once with Michelle Yeoh, and it looks like she oh, freaking kicks yeah. ass in this movie. And so really, uh, really, it it doesn't have a distributor. Well, it doesn't have a release window yet. Yeah, no. Right now, it's just kicking ass at the festivals. Which is a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And as always, thank you for coming to the Starlight Drive-In because it's time for us to go. Because the owner's walking out with a double-barreled shotgun ready to fuck up anyone <laughs> who is still here. And yep, I'm cool. Okay, unfortunately. And good night, everybody. And the drive-in will never die because it's always in our hearts. Absolutely. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Enjoy. Have a good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well.
Good night, sweetheart. Good night.